mic check. Mic check. Wednesday. <laughs> Cheers. Get that hot baby of yours. Ooh, I don't know about that. Hello, everyone, and welcome into Untitled Van Life Project, the podcast. I'm Amy. Sitting next to me is Caleb, and we want to welcome you from the windy, chilly desert of Arizona. Yes, just to kind of paint you a little picture. As of you always do. Where we are. Give yes. it to them. It's a good way to start it. You know, they always teach you, like, I feel like in writing classes, you know, you like start writing a story by setting the settings. We're going to set the setting. Same with when I deliver photo galleries. The mm -hmm. first shots I take, exposition shots. Exactly. Same with filmmaking. What do you want to start with? Exposition shots. And then you move in. So, so paint us the, the picture of where we are recording this podcast and where you are listening to this podcast. Well, I guess what? that's not accurate. I don't know if I can do that. Okay. <laughs> I can't do that. Um, but yes, just to paint the picture... Um, we are sitting in our van right now. We are currently in actually a newish area to us, which is kind of weird. Um, it's few and far between these days that we are like parked in newer areas. Um, but we are in the Gold Canyon area of Arizona, which is a little southeast of Phoenix. Um, but we are right at the base of the Superstition Mountains. So we've got a beautiful view, uh, but today is incredibly windy. Like I'm talking 45 mile an hour gusts, pretty much been going all day long. I mean, it's like 4 p.m. in the afternoon today, and I think these wind gusts started before I woke up this morning. Yeah, I think sometime uh, in the middle of the night is when yeah. they started. And then yesterday was rainy, so yeah, we're going on. We're like scratching little marks in the wall day two here starting to get a little cabin fever <laughs> day two inside day day two of inside the van days yeah today has been sunny surprisingly for the majority of it mm -hmm. but yeah crazy wind from like consistently around 20 miles an hour 20 plus miles an hour with gusts into the 40 to 45 miles an hour range yeah so yeah it's been a little a little crazy so you might hear some wind yes if you hear some like in the background, that's either me doing that noise or it is the wind hitting our van. You know, you can't even tell the difference between the you two. Can't. They, I do a pretty good so... wind impression, right? I wish you could have seen the way you looked. You like held. <laughs> I, <did. laughs> it was like you were I don't like know why I, uh, party. I, got, I got down to the, into a stance, wind yes. stance yes. to all my fellow uh, Stormlight Archive readers out there. Wind stance is a, okay. it's a battle stance they take when dueling mm. with shard plate and shard blades. I would thought it would be the stance they take when dueling with the wind. No. Right. Well, then there's the Wind Runners. Okay. That's what Kaladin is. I won't. Okay. I won't go too far. Spoilers, okay. guys. <laughs> I haven't read this series, so I'm totally just flying off the seat of my pants in this conversation here. But, anyways, that's the picture that we are working with. Um, there are also a shit ton of Choya cacti around, which it's the Dreadkind man. It's the Rasta <laughs> Choya. <laughs> Which, if you're not familiar, Toya is a type of cactus. We did not know about this cactus until we came into Arizona. Um, and if you haven't been here, you probably don't even really know what it looks like because I didn't at all. It's not the tall saguaros that everyone or most people are familiar with that are kind of like the, uh, the mascot of Arizona, I feel like. Um, Choyas are a lot spikier, a lot less friendly, um, but there are a few different kinds, and the kinds that we're parked around aren't the worst. There are worse ones out there that literally will attach themselves to you. Their nickname is the jumping cacti, and yeah. they will literally attach balls of their spikes to your skin, 
and like barb inside your skin. So we're not by those Choyas, but still the ones we are by are pretty, you know, you got to look these, out. These have to be like the second worst type <laughs> yeah. of Choya. I mean, they're pretty pokey and very alien looking. They look like something I would find on No Man's Sky. Mm, they you know? do. They do look No Man's Sky. They also look a little Dr. seuss Ish, yeah, yeah. Kind of. It's like a mix between. It's like a very prickly Joshua Tree bush or something. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, mainly. And you'll find choys in Joshua Tree National Park too. Go. So it's mainly just the dogs that we have to be aware of with that. Um, but anyways, surrounded by choya cacti, also surrounded by grass, which is weird and not normal. Not something that we normally see down here in the desert. I mean, this is our third winter down here in the Sonoran Desert in Arizona. And definitely this winter, we have seen more grass than ever before. And in this specific area that we're parked right now, it's literally like a lawn out there. It's very strange. Looks like a golf course. <laughs> and we're getting some heavy winds right now. We got turbulence coming in, folks. Going up. Going up. <laughs> okay, wow. Five minutes of setting the scene. Good job. Yes, All yes. Right. <laughs> Okay, you're oversetting this scene. Um, but in this episode today, we really wanted to talk about our journey, I guess, into becoming humans who eat of the vegan diet. Oh, wow. What a way to word that. <laughs> Look, um, for those who don't know, and when asked, I guess, okay, so we, I like to say we eat vegan. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times, though, it just comes out as we are vegan. Mm -hmm. I would rather... And when I say I am vegan, I always rather would say I eat vegan is how I like to say it. Why? Just to make a subtle distinguishment. Why do you feel like there needs to be a distinguishment? Let's get... We'll, we'll get there. Okay. Okay. We'll, we'll get fair. into this topic that's a little fair. more. But yeah, that's what today's episode is about, is essentially veganism, our vegan journey. Mm -hmm. We have been eating slash are vegan and have been since 2017 is mm -hmm. when we first kind of started experimenting with this type of lifestyle. I also don't want to use the word diet. I want to say lifestyle. Okay. Okay. Um, so yeah, kind of weird distinguishments here and there. But yeah, for those who don't know what vegan or veganism is, Amy, do you want to describe it for people? Sure. I mean, like exactly. Because I think a lot of people... And especially before I we went vegan, I yeah. didn't really know what it was. Yeah. And even then, I've worked in restaurants for years. I maybe heard the word, but when it came down to like getting the X's and O's of what you a vegan can eat and can mm -hmm. eat, as opposed to what a vegetarian can mm -hmm. eat or a pescatarian, I had no idea. Yeah. So, um, a vegan. Yeah, I know you don't. You didn't want to use this word, but I'm going to use it. A vegan diet consists of if you say I eat <laughs> vegan, like Caleb likes to say. That means that you do not eat any food that comes from an animal at all. Like no animal products, period. So obviously that means meat, um, but it also means dairy. It means eggs. It means, yeah, I feel like those are kind of the main. Gelatin, because yes. it's made out of horse hoof, which any, is any kind of part of an animal. That comes from an animal or is derived from an animal. Um, if you eat a vegan, if you eat a vegan diet, it does not include that. Um, so, yeah, we have been eating that way, like you said, since 2017. So almost six years. I remember it was actually March, I think, of 2017. So are we, we coming up on six years? Mm -hmm. or okay. Yep, six years this March. I will say it always feels like it's been longer. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't the know. Last, the last, I'm honestly, since we went vegan, man, life really took off for us. It's <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> a um, lot of things happened right at that time. But a question that we get asked all the time and honestly it's a question i really like and really enjoy 
um, is why, like why, why are you vegan or why do you eat vegan? Um, so I kind of wanted to start by talking about like in the beginning, why did we make this choice? Because if you listen to our episode that we released a couple of weeks ago, the podcast about the podcast, we talked a lot about whys and like readdressing your whys for doing things, especially big decisions you make in your life. And so our why for being or eating vegan might have changed over the last six years, but why back in 2017 did we decide, hey, let's give this a try? Do you remember? Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I remember. Okay. So we were both very heavily into our fitness, mm-hmm. uh, our fitness journey and fitness goals, consistently doing workout program after workout program. Um, we're both very and have been like subscribed to the Beachbody uh, avenue of workout programs for years. That is the old P90X days, Tony Horton. Uh, that's kind of what got us started back in college. Anyways, we've always been very, I mean, I think we're both pretty athletic and have a strong desire to be physically fit mm-hmm. <laughs> a yeah. lot we like working out and stuff. we like it yeah we like yeah. it like, yeah yeah we do like it and so um and also i compared or paired with that a lot of the times is like healthier eating so yeah. especially after we got married and we're kind of getting into you know our our new lives as a couple living on our own we started like really forming healthy habits in terms of like what we would eat and years over and year after year it like got healthier i would say we would start weaning out more stuff this is still eating meats still eating dairies and Mm -hmm. cheeses and all that um but we got to the point especially in this season uh around you know 2016 2017 where we were being extremely fit like and eating very healthily very eating very regimented um and kind of yes just trying to explore how we could take our physical well-being to the next level in terms of fitness in terms of yeah what we eat, um, just everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were also heavily into yoga at the time. That was kind of our period of our time together in that house that we were living at, at the time where we got very into our, our yoga journey mm-hmm. and like what that would entail for us. So all these things seem to line, line up. And so, yeah, we got to the point where we were eating extremely healthily, working out daily. And we're like, what would make us even like encompass more of a well-being? And we were kind of looking in, you were kind of doing some on and off things like you would do very clean eating weeks or mm-hmm. something is what you would call them mm-hmm. where you would eat only like certain whole foods and certain ingredients for a week and kind of have like a reset and then uh get back on the stuff so like we were experimenting with different stuff but we got to the point where it's like okay we've heard a lot about vegan we kind of know what it is uh would that work for us and when we looked at what we were eating it really only meant we were like we were almost there we were kind of almost to a completely vegan diet where the only things we would have to cut out is really like three different items Mm -hmm. which was basically eggs i ate a lot of eggs in the morning uh we were eating a lot of salmon like we were down to pretty much only eating fish Mm -hmm. um we weren't eating chicken or red meat at all Mm -mm. or poultry we'd have turkey like ground turkey every now and then but yeah it basically at that point was eggs fish and cheese was really yeah those were really the only non-vegan things in our diet at that time and so yeah since we when we were looking at this when you know being vegan and what it would take and we're like well it only means cutting out those three things and we think we could find a way to like substitute it and just yeah can purely have no kind of animal products in our diet and so we got to a point where uh, yeah, we wanted to like try it out mm-hmm. and we kind of like set like, let's try it out hardcore for three weeks. Yeah. So I remember at that time we were about to do another workout program. We we're about to do 21 day fix, which is a 
body workout program. Um, but we had done that program before, but we were like, how could we yeah, take this to the next level? And so we were like, let's for these three weeks that we're doing this three week program, this three week exercise program, let's also try during those three weeks to just like eat a totally vegan diet. I keep trying to find a different <laughs> word because I know you don't like it, but eat, I'm finding ways around it over here. I'm very proud of myself. Vegan <laughs> foods. Um, and yeah, it was kind of really just an experiment. It really yeah. wasn't that out of character, as you mentioned, for like the way we had been living the last year or so for us to do something like that. So we did it. So for three weeks, we were that was the only cap we put on it. We were like, we're just going to try it for three weeks and then assess and see how we feel. And obviously, if we want to ditch it, we'll ditch it. Or if we don't, we won't. So we did it for three weeks and we never looked back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we basically. Felt, I just remember feeling incredible. Like my body felt so, I just, I felt very energized all the time. I felt very, and I tell people this, I felt really light on my feet and not in terms of like losing weight because I don't really care about that. That's not mm -hmm. something I really track. But I just mean in terms of like I just you felt fly. I felt really light on my feet. You know, yeah. like I don't. I felt really, really good. Do you remember how you felt? Well, I remember going into it. I was kind of under the mindset that I would not. I like I would go back to my normal yeah. style of eating. Like it, it was not I, I knew i was open to like okay yeah if it was like really that great then i'll continue it but even then i was like it's not gonna be a, like i thought we had we had weaned down and like narrowed in and like honed in our diet that's yeah. what i'm like we had honed in our diet over the years to what we were eating and i think at that point we had really been consistent probably for a year or two with kind of the meals and and what we were eating at the time while maintaining like our fitness goals. Mm. Um, so I was like really in tune with that where, yeah, we're having, if we're having meat, it's like salmon and fish. Um, I loved eggs cause eggs are such a great source of complete protein. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I really thought that I would, and those are two foods I love like yeah. eggs and seafood. Yeah. Um, and so I really didn't, I didn't want to cut them out. And I really thought at least that at the time I had no idea what would substitute for those in, in that kind of vegan lifestyle. I um, mean, I was like, I would at least add eggs back in and I never did. <laughs> yeah. We got to three weeks, uh -huh. which I mean, I don't know why we did this. I guess it fit with the 21 day fix program. Cause that's 21 days, but you know, they always say 21 days is how you form a habit. Uh, it only takes one day to break, but well, I mean, we did it for 21 days and mm -hmm. we definitely formed a <laughs> maybe lifelong habit. But yeah, yeah, no turning back since then. And now we're in 2023 <laughs> and it's only gotten more dialed in. Yeah. I mean, we just, I just remember at the end of that three weeks, you, we both were just like, we feel amazing. Like, let's just keep this going. There was nothing in me, at least at that time, that wanted to like work anything back in. I was just like, it was kind of like, why fix something that feels really good. Like, yeah. let's just keep going with that. Um, but I will say after those three weeks, the rest of the transition, you know, for the next couple years, wasn't as cut and dry as those three weeks. So those three weeks that we first tried it out, it, it was very black and white. Like, I think we were 100% vegan. Like we did not break it at all. I do remember after that, Keep in mind, this is 2017. We were living in Nashville, Tennessee at the time. I do remember us talking, and pizza is a food that we love. <laughs> we love pizza. I love pizza. And, I mean, you have loved 
used to love like barbecue chicken pizza like you would love pizza with meat but like i feel like both between the two of us like veggie pizza's always been one of our favorites yeah and so i remember having the conversation of like i don't want to just totally cut out pizza from our lives <laughs> <laughs> and like well we didn't want to cut out pizza because that was kind of one of one of our like date options yeah like if we were going out big to mellow eat, mushroom fans over yeah here. which we loved going out to eat i mean mm-hmm. you still always say it every time we do it, you're like i love when we just like mm-hmm. get to go out on a date and go out to eat or go to a bar and yeah, yeah one of those one of like the main things we would do would be to go get pizza and we weren't willing really to sacrifice that you know like our you know i think our goal then and now always was always overall well-being and like yes you know, that added to our well-being and our quality of life just in terms of our relationship. Mental and, health. Yeah. Was great. So I remember having that conversation of like, I don't want to stop eating pizza. Like, how do we do this? And we were like, you know what? We'll just get veggie pizza, which like I said, we loved. Not that big of, didn't feel like a sacrifice at all. It's normally what we'd order anyways, but it was the cheese part that like we kind of had to think about. Because like I said, 2017 in Nashville, there were little to no dairy-free cheese options at that time. I almost think there was none. I don't <laughs> even remember. Dia was one of the first brands I remember as a major player, yeah. um, especially hearing about Nashville. But yeah, at the time we were at, which is so weird, maybe we were like a slightly ahead of the game when it came to diving into veganism because, yeah, there was nowhere in Nashville or in grocery stores that mm-hmm. knew or catered to what that was. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, one of the things that we could definitely not find, we already ate a lot of fruits and veggies, mm-hmm. but one of the things that we could not find as a substitute was, yeah, any kind of cheese. And yeah. yeah. I mean, I think cheese is a huge part of everyone. I won't say everyone, but a lot of people's diets. And yeah. so, yeah, we ate a lot of cheese on pizzas and other items. So I remember being like, you know what? Like, yeah, we're not going to sacrifice our day nights to, mo- to Mellow Mushroom. Uh, we'll keep doing that and we'll Sponsor keep going. Sponsor us Mellow Mushroom still. <laughs> they do make a vegan pizza now, Oh, guys. they make an amazing so vegan good. pizza now. But we were like, we will keep doing that and keep going. And we'll just, like, we'll get the veggie pizza, but, like, we'll get normal cheese. So, like, you know, I'm not shooting for perfectionism for the rest of my life here. Right. You know, I did it for three weeks. It was great. But, like, we can get regular pizza every now and then. Um, so we would do that and... Just the more over time that we kept doing that, like we, you know, we'd go to Mellow Mushroom and get pizza, like, I don't know, two or three times a month, maybe, maybe less. So then at that point, our bodies were getting real dairy, like one to three times a month and just so spread out that over time, it just started not feeling good. (laughs) Yeah, we definitely at the time after those three weeks, we didn't like buy anything for in our like grocery runs that was non-vegan yeah. at so home the, at home at it home was it vegan. was all vegan options uh so yeah when we'd eat non-vegan or have dairy or meat products animal products is when we were going out to eat but even then it started weaning down because yeah eventually at the time nashville did start getting some options and we start or maybe we also just started exploring a little more but we yeah. found a few places around the time that kind of opened that we're starting to cater to more mm-hmm. vegan lifestyles and especially a spot that was like purely vegan. Um, and so we started like w- weeding or just like putting that in rotation into our monthly dates and mm-hmm. times to go out. And so, yeah, that made pizza even more far and frequent. Yeah. 
infrequent. And so by the time we did start just having it, yeah, once a month and then Mm -hmm. like even fewer or like, you know, once every other month, it started being like, okay, now I'm feeling pretty bad. It was wrecking our stomachs. Yeah, it started getting to the point where we'd go out and get real pizza and I hadn't eaten real cheese in a while and Mm -hmm. it would just make me feel really bad. So that, for us at least, made it much easier to just be like, you know what, like I don't feel good now when I eat this. Like. And, just, and I think you were the last man standing on that. Oh, I definitely was. Cause <laughs> I do remember when we moved to Denver um, the next year in 2018, I was still getting like one of our favorite pizza places in Denver, a cart driver. Um, they had amazing pizzas, but didn't have any vegan cheese options at the time. And I would still get one of their pizzas with regular cheese. And yeah, you were like, no, I'm done. I got like, to the I'm point where, yeah, way. where, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the time was that I cut it off. I think it was after a cart driver mm-hmm. night, but I remember you still wanted to go back there a few yes. times. I'm like, I'll go with you, but I think I am actually done eating. Like it doesn't, I don't crave it anymore. Yeah. Uh, I mean, once something starts making you feel crampy and feel not good, crampy. like eventually, yes, you're going to like reach your point of yeah. this is not worth it anymore, which I did. Um, later than you, but I did. And yeah, so a lot of people, I feel like a lot of people ask like, how did you just like cut and dry? Like, how do you just do that? You know? And how do we, we cut out all the meats cold turkey? Yeah. Which <laughs> that seems like an ironic which, phrase to use in the talk about veganism. Yeah. We didn't cut them all out. Like I said, there's really only three things that we were cutting out, but when we did it and then we did it hundo p for three weeks and then after that we just let ourselves play <laughs> hundo p nice yeah let ourselves play with at you know seeing if we wanted to keep anything in which yeah. for us really was just cheese and we eventually weaned off that because with how little we were having it didn't make us feel great yeah um but yeah i would say i mean where are you at now well with- i don't know if i ever answered a real qu- your initial question of how the three weeks made me feel. Okay. But I I think you nailed it. Like you were feeling very good after those three weeks. And so, yeah, while not wanting to kind of completely cut out the other things like salmon and eggs, uh, we kind of just couldn't help it, but cut Mm -hmm. them out. We were like, I mean, I, I might like experiment here and there, uh, or like, you know, drip feed some of this back into my eating lifestyle over the course of time. You didn't want to say diet. (laughs) I didn't want to say diet. (laughs) I don't want to say diet. That word gets a bad rap, okay? But really, at the heart of it, diet is just what you eat. Like, that is what it is. It gets a bad rap, and it carries a lot of weight. Yeah, because you can't have a diet without the word die. Oh, what? (laughs) I hadn't even thought about that. (laughs) But but die is what animals have to do in order for us to eat them. So it's full circle with this podcast. Wow, okay. (laughs) Did not know we were taking that direction. I'm just kidding. I feel like diets always, like, have the like mindset or just come with the you know the background of the, they're like restrictive yeah they're like cutting things out of what you're going to eat and i don't i don't view veganism i view viewed it as like jumping into a new pool or yeah. a new ocean i can swim in rather than like cutting th- i know it's all about yeah whittling down what you can and can't have but i didn't want to see it like that and now it's like okay what can i eat and it's yeah. all you know uh, a whole new realm of like what we can make with the stuff we're oh it was with. so exciting for the first i mean it's still exciting i feel like to this day like finding new things and like i loved the challenge of like i feel like so there's an all vegan restaurant in nashville called avo like the beginning of avocado avo and it's our favorite favorite vegan spot in nashville easily and um i remember like them really inspiring me of like like they would make cheesecakes 
and I would be like, what? Like, how do you make a vegan cheesecake? And it's like, oh, you can use cashew as if like, I don't know. I remember being inspired and excited about like, oh, how can I take this and try and make it vegan? Like, I remember being excited and inspired mm-hmm. about that. And yeah, it was that mindset of like, it's not what I can't eat. It's like opening, I don't know. It's opening up yeah, a yeah, whole yeah. new world of possibilities, you know? And that's, yeah, that's how I wanted to view it. And I feel like diet just gets that bad rap of it always feels like it comes with a restriction upon. Yeah your lifestyle like what are you gonna have to cut out to follow this diet Diet. yes this diet where i love using like yeah we embrace a vegan lifestyle Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah excuse me (laughs) but overall and still to this day i think we have just felt great you know those three weeks were really just a springboard of like yeah light on our feet i don't know what it was but uh we were doing you know we can do pretty intense cardio workouts as sometimes and yeah we just felt great we felt always energetic and I just, felt ready, and I still do feel like ready to do anything asked of me at any moment. Like what I mean by that is like I don't go run a sixty k right okay. now. <laughs> well, I that's a you... that's a physical limitation, but like I don't feel. It's very rare that I feel like bloated or bogged down or just like kind of sluggish. Like yeah. I pretty much, for the most part, feel energized and like vitalized you know i do feel like yeah uh, i think we've done away with the sluggish word like as, in terms of feeling that after something i ate yeah or something i eat affecting me in a sluggish way making me sluggish like yeah. i yeah i don't know if i felt that way in a years yeah yeah uh, so for us it's just always felt like it's made sense that like why would we why would you stop doing that what stop? makes you feel great yes do you think that everyone should eat this way oh okay wow big question just here in the middle um you go first okay (laughs) my answer is no and i tell people this all the time (laughs) did you need my answer to give you your answer (laughs) suddenly you're like oh okay that's my answer okay no that's what i say (laughs) no and i tell people this all the time i don't everybody's body is different right and everybody's body Everybody's body is different and only you can know what your body needs and what it craves and what makes it feel good. And I think that's different for everybody. I feel like for me right now in this part of my life and for the last six years, it's been fueling it this way. Will that change in the next, I don't know, the rest of my life? I don't know. Maybe, Mm -hmm. maybe not. But I think it's just, I think it's staying in tune with how you feel and what what food or what fuel you give yourself, how it makes you feel and just staying in tune with that and continuing to chase and eat what makes you feel good and what makes you feel alive and energized. And that's what it is for me right now. And I understand and totally think that it's different for all people. Yeah. I think people in life in general should chase what you were saying. Like what makes you feel good? What makes you feel alive? What makes you feel, you know, just ready and sluggish isn't a good word, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? Um, but yeah, I mean, I I don't know. It feels weird sometimes talking about veganism and I've always typically been hesitant sometimes to really mm-hmm. delve into it because uh, um, I know I've worked in the vegan restaurant, actually moved to Denver. It was completely, yeah, 100% vegan, yeah. 100% organic, um, 100% gluten-free. Uh, it was called Superfood Bar. It no longer exists, sadly, but it was just, yeah, kind of like a little juice bar slash cafe. Um, and the owner there seemed like a food genius, kind mm-hmm. of. Um, this guy from New Orleans who came and, yeah, had just, he was he was trying to get, 
He was trying to bring this type of food to the daily person. He thought it was that good for people's well-being and was that purposeful that, you know, we start awakening as a culture to eating this way because of how good it's going to make us all feel, which is only going to progress society, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it's like start there and then we'll see where that takes us. And so, you know, his mindset and his purpose with this restaurant and with the kind of his life at the time was like trying to find a way to get vegan whole food or like everything he had minus like a few sauces or seasonings uh, came from whole foods fruits Mm -hmm. and veggies um, that we were chopping up every morning to either juice to make into wraps to make into smoothies Um, and man I really got kind of aligned with his focus of like you know I don't know whether this is how everyone should eat and whether it's going to make people feel good but I feel like we start pursuing what he's going after in terms of how we treat our bodies and what we like ingest and you know um i think it's going to lead us to a good path and i kind of think you eventually would like get magnetized towards the route that he was going mm-hmm. <laughs> where it's like eating whole foods eating non-processed foods and mainly eating stuff that's not made from animal products um but like i said i don't know a lot of the science behind it or the anatomy of how it affects different bodies especially bodies that i mean at this point humans have been eating crazy shit for hundreds of years now so Mm -hmm. like we've almost probably evolved some of our digestive systems to like handle more of these raw these meats that we eat and these processed foods that we digest on a regular basis but i don't even know so i don't feel like an expert to talk on that but the more and more i read about how veganism can like help people physically mentally and then also what it promotes in terms of our culture, like progressing and living in, you know, tune with nature and the environment, it's all very positive where a lot of the stuff that comes out about, you know, the, the whole meat culture and, um, and that how it's produced and whatever farms and stuff can be negative. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to give an answer on that. I want people to eat what they want and feel good, but consider it yeah yeah i think (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah it's a big question it is a big question and i think a lot of times people who will like who label themselves as vegan can get can get a rap of like you should be vegan everyone should be vegan like this is the way everyone has to be and has to live or like i've heard people say that they felt really judged by vegans like if they're not you know, pursuing that type of lifestyle or that way of eating. And I don't, I mean, I don't think that's positive in any, for any avenue, you know, Uh whether it's this topic or any other topic, you know, like we're all different. And I think we can all learn from each other and we can all inspire each other and ask questions and just, I don't know, do what's best for us, you know? Yeah, I do think it gets a bad rap. Yeah. Um, a lot of times and, and I wasn't trying to be judgmental at all I just like I don't know I don't have an answer yeah. I don't know if it's yeah. like I, I don't know I do think it's really like I can only vouch for ourselves yeah. which has brought so much positive impact not just in terms of like our how we feel physically and our fitness but I think it's also just propelled our mentality yeah and you know our focus and purpose in life into a very healthy atmosphere and i don't think it's super black and white either you know i don't think it's definitely not a black and white topic yeah it doesn't have to be either you eat this way or you like you're 100 right 100 p or you're not like it's not it's not really like that 
in well, my mind. Yeah, you and know? even then, I think we're starting to get into the realm now, have, having done it since 2017, mm-hmm. where, you know, we talked about how the first two, two and a half years, we were still eating some cheese mm-hmm. and some meat here and there. Um, but in terms of, like, eventually in Colorado, veganism was, like, getting bigger. So yes. restaurants were being able to provide more options for us. You know, there was stuff out there. Grocery stores were becoming more aware and, like, uh, food producers were starting to, like, cater, make objects that were free of animal products. Objects. Objects. <laughs> <laughs> make food that yes. without animal. People were getting creative with it. Okay. Yes. And it, and it kind of became easier. But So slowly we were able to, like, kind of wean off everything yeah. to where now over the last three years, I can probably count on one hand the time I've had something that has had an animal product in mm-hmm. it. Yeah. But before that, it was, you know, here and there every other month or yeah. every month. But uh, I worked at Whole Foods in Denver mm-hmm. for a few years, which also helped spur this, like, on to another level because I was learning about so much new produce and just learning about food mm-hmm. and how it affected your body to, like, set some grounds for this. But uh, I was a cashier, and I always noticed when people would come through and were essentially vegan. What they were buying is, like, I would always ask them, be like, oh, so do you eat vegan? And they're like... Every single person, this happened who knows how many times, because Denver's a big city for this kind of lifestyle. Um, so it happened, you know, 50 plus times of people coming through. And I'm like, oh, wait, are you a vegan? And they're like, well, I try to be. Mm-hmm. But they're like, sometimes I eat cheese and I go get, I like seafood when I go out. I'm like, yo, same here. Like, that is everyone. I've never heard one person say, come through my line out of like, who knows, 50 plus people that, yes, I am 100% vegan. Like, like, and I this is the black and whiteness yeah, of it. Yeah, this is the black know, and whiteness like, of it. It's a gray yeah. area, and it's not just a complete dropout of any kind of diet. But I think it's listening to your body. Yeah, listening to your body. You know? So, and we've talked about this before, just between the two of us. Um, I feel like the goal for me is always just to be an intuitive eater. Like, just to be in tune and intuitive of, like, what, like I mentioned, what makes me feel good, what makes me feel alive and energized. And... We've also talked about, like, when we travel, you know, like, do we stay vegan, quote unquote, I think this is the black and white, do you stay vegan? (laughs) When we travel. When you travel. Like, if we go up to Alaska, where there's just wild salmon, wild caught salmon everywhere, you would think, um, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, are we going to say, quote unquote, stay vegan when we're up there? And you and I have had this conversation before, like I said, we want to eat intuitively and being up in Alaska where there's wild salmon, wild caught salmon everywhere. Like I remember literally we were standing on the shore of his bay and there was just dead salmon all along the shore. That wasn't caught. That wasn't caught, <laughs> but just like, I'm just saying they're everywhere. It's yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And as you mentioned before, salmon was like one of the last things we cut from our quote unquote cut from our diet before we went <laughs> vegan. When we travel, we eat what we want, what seems to feel good. Yeah. You know, and we've talked about being on the water, being in a coastal town or being on an island or anything surrounded by water. Sometimes it feels intuitive and right to us to eat the fresh fish there. Yeah. And we have done that on a couple occasions. Yeah, we have. It's just a hard subject to, yeah, it's so gray here and there, even how my thoughts on it is so gray. Yeah, I really like how we've honed in and how we do it. But in terms of, like, 
bringing it to the greater people. You know, I really align with my boss, uh, my own, the owner of Superfood mm-hmm. Bar. I liked how, I liked how he was going about promoting it in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and he wasn't even strict vegan. Yeah. But yeah, you know, like he would even occasionally have outside and or animal products, cheese mm-hmm. or dairy at some at some points. Um, but just yeah, how he was really trying to promote it in the world just says like get this seed planted and see what it can grow into mm. and see how it can envelop your life. And uh, I like that. Yeah. And you feel like that's, I feel like we've taken it that yeah, direction, yeah, yeah. you know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I do too. And so, yeah, just a hard subject to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> because, it okay, is. so to get, to get to the distinction then, um, because, yeah, there are, and I remember at, to bring back the restaurant again, there was... I never encountered them, but there were certain people that uh, some of my coworkers deemed the quote unquote vegan police, Mm -hmm. where they were very strict on like, you know, what is and what is not vegan. And even then, you know, we'll still eat honey, Mm -hmm. which is technically an animal product. Mm -hmm. So we call ourselves vegan, (laughs) which I like that term. But some, (laughs) some people who, or apparently I've never met them yet, Uh but some people who say they're vegan will not eat honey because it is technically from an animal, from bee, though it's yeah. bee vomit. Yes. Guys, you got to get some good bee vomit in your diet once in a while. <laughs> yes. An animal doesn't have to be harmed to get it. I guess yeah. you could say the same thing for an egg, but. Yes. Depending on, I guess, if you know where you're getting them. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's a big, it's a big topic. It's a big subject. It's a big topic with no right. real answers. Yeah, no, like, no right, right answers. Right. Not enough experiments, mm-hmm. like, in in the world and like mm-hmm. knowledge out there of how exactly it would affect everyone and the world if this was the way it was. I mean, all we can speak to is our experience. Yes. Which and has I, been positive. Po- positive. Po- vibration. Yeah. And I will say at this point, um, one of my, I guess, biggest things that I think about, like if someone else is cooking, wants to cook for us or anything like that at this point, we just don't want to get sick, you know? Yeah, that's like, it. Um, Which we've been bitten, like, by before by that. Yes, and our friends know this. Um, yeah, like, we, of course, if you want to cook something for us, like, we love it. But if we just need to make sure that we're not going to get sick from it, because living in a van and getting sick from something that you ate, which you have experienced before is just a horrible situation to be in. <laughs> Once yeah. again, it goes back to, you know, I feel like the mindset of we just want to feel good. Yeah. You know? And chase that. Stay there. Reside, Reside there. there. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, I feel like it just harkens back to that. Like, we want to keep chasing what feels good and keep putting in our bodies what feels good. Yeah. That's true. Do you and feel like it's been hard to, like, stay vegan while living on the road or not? Nah? No, or I mean keep eating this way, I guess. No, it hasn't. I think other questions we get about that yeah is like one is it really expensive to eat mm. this way? Um like what do you eat? Mm-hmm. Um a lot of times and then yeah just is it hard to like find spots on the road that you can eat vegan? And essentially one no cuz like probably the main thing we eat on a day in and day out basis is a lot of fruits and vegetables, yes, produce, yeah. fresh produce that because we don't have a freezer so we're buying it all fresh. Yeah. Um so in that case, I don't know if you think fresh produce is expensive. Depends on where you're shopping. Depends on where you get it from. <laughs> it can but be, and we do eat a lot, but that's like our main our main meal every day is this bowl of vegetables, um, which we typically use like potatoes as a base, a Brussels sprouts, carrots, asparagus, 
broccoli or broccolini mushrooms mushrooms uh spinach and then we like put on hemp seeds which is a complete source of protein garbanzo beans which is another source of protein for us um cashews cashews Mm -hmm. uh microgreens if we have them and yeah that's kind of the basis Mm -hmm. uh of what we eat day in and day out it's like that is kind of our home meal that is the main pillar of meals right we eat there the meat of it the meal yeah yeah (laughs) wow um yeah, it is. And that was good, Ames. Thank you. Props. Thank you. <laughs> and yeah, the question of is it expensive? I mean, it's kind of up to you. It can be. Like, yes, yes, if you want to buy, like we've talked about, the the options have like grown exponentially in the six years that we've been eating this way. So like, yeah, if you want to buy all the vegan cheeses and all the vegan meats and all the vegan, I don't know, stuff that like people are making vegan, you know, that typically isn't if that is the main bulk of what you're buying yeah it's going to be really expensive yeah (laughs) but yeah like you said the bulk of kind of the centerpiece of what we have is very produce based that's kind of what we start from and so we can always find that pretty much in any city (laughs) or town we go to like you're always pretty much going to be able to find and i mean in the van we do not eat out as much as we used to when we lived in denver or in nashville Mm -hmm. so i mean that helps too like we are cooking 95% 95% of the meals we eat every week. Um, so, but no, even then, not really with, that hard. with it being 2023 now, a lot of the cities and towns we travel through, just like the vegan, veganism has, at least it's known. It's a known buzzword out there. So yeah. a lot more restaurants, I feel like every year it's almost getting to a point where more and more restaurants can at least knows how they they're aware of it and they can modify something on the menu to make vegan yeah uh if not just being downright vegan like there's a whole there's a spot we went to the other day in phoenix or an arizona chain that literally has a known vegan menu that's Mm -hmm. just as big as their normal venue of just everything is like veganized yeah yeah (laughs) so it's it's also getting better in that case yeah uh, it's growing yeah in terms of just always trying to buy fresh produce and whole foods i don't think it's that much expensive i do think now you know, there's a lot more fake meats, out, mm-hmm. fake meats out there, or imitation meats and proteins, and then also like you know imitation cheeses. That kind of stuff is very expensive. Yeah, it is. Um, and but we don't do a whole lot of meals in our week like that. Mm-mm. We don't use a lot of that no. in our daily cooking. Yeah, not in our daily cooking. Not even in our weekly cooking. It's all based from pretty much that veggie meal. Mm-hmm. But then even our lunches are carrots and bell peppers and hummus avocado toast avocado yeah avocado toast so yeah it's really dinners here and there where we'll sprinkle some of that in but keep it very like minimal so basically just when we make cheesy gordita crunches (laughs) (laughs) yeah which we make some damn good vegan cheesy gordita crunches if you ever want to try those yeah but other than that dinner is uh pasta with like mushrooms and zucchini and spinach and typically the pasta is made out of you know they have garbanzo bean pasta Mm -hmm. chickpea pasta they have a lentil pasta we buy like a quinoa Mm -hmm. and brown rice pasta so yeah pasta that doesn't have any kind of egg in it Mm -hmm. um and it's still very good dishes and yeah have a lot of protein and have a lot of stuff that we need in our diet that Mm -hmm. we don't get from animal products Mm -hmm. Uh, and then we can yeah add in vegetables to that but overall like we're eating vegetables and fruits throughout every meal yeah and i just feel so good doing that (laughs) like it is crazy especially that veggie meal that you talked about in the beginning like the centerpiece kind of of our of our whole eating plan um we always like laugh like if we don't have it for a day 
Uh-huh. Um, like the next day that we do get to have it. So it's been like maybe 48 hours since we last had like, oh, I missed this so much. It like, literally is the best thing we eat. Honestly, every day. It's yeah. the best thing I eat. If I eat that compared with anything else, that is my favorite meal. And we always pair it with, we got we get a lot of compliments on that meal. Just how it looks. We do make it very pretty. I mean, I think that meal is an art form with how we've kind of crafted it over the years. And it's and that, evolved. And this is why it takes our morning routine so long <laughs> is because we're crafting this yes, meal. Well, we do spend the majority of our, our like cooking on breakfast, yeah. which is this meal of vegetables. And then add in part two, which we typically have... Um, some kind of like oatmeal with berries and bananas and yeah, maybe a little nut butter in there. Cinnamon. Yes. Amy uses lots and lots <laughs> of cinnamon, lots of cinnamon. Um, so yeah, combined with that, those two things together feels like we have gotten everything we need. <laughs> Delicious, nutritious, and, and satisfying. satisfying. <laughs> yeah. That was, that's our tagline for our breakfast. Yes. If anybody wants to try it. Yes. <laughs> and, and yeah, I'm kind of convinced that, you know, if we can start, if everyone can start eating that every morning, I think we're going to have some good days. Yeah. It's always the best. <laughs> I always feel extremely good. One thing we did learn though, in the course of this whole process is something we don't get on a vegan diet is the B12. Mm-hmm vitamin Mm -hmm. um which apparently exclusively comes from animal protein for the most part i mean like nutritional yeast has it but but it's added in yeah yeah Yeah. so we've and that's something that the body needs yeah so we do supplement with a b12 vitamin every day so i hear that i'm like well maybe humans were meant to eat some have a little bit of Mm -hmm. you know animal protein in their diet somewhere but Mm -hmm. i just don't know where yeah (laughs) yeah and also uh in the book i've been reading this is another interesting point on whether you know humans should or not but apparently you know in the animal world carnivores have a certain type of teeth where they can like rip and chew herbivores have teeth where they can like grind and the human jaw structure and teeth is where we can do both Like, we actually have the capability of ripping and chewing, like, meat. Mm -hmm. Like, we'd be able to eat meat, but then we can also be able to eat and grind down, like, yeah, fruits and veggies. Yeah. Um, Hmm. Yeah, it's a very interesting point. So that's something worth noting. But And I think he, the book is, and I brought up before, Inner Engineering, (laughs) and he's talking about diet. And he says, yeah, I think he says, like, it's an 80... 80% 80% of your diet or whatever should be centered around fruits and vegetables Mm -hmm. and, like, whole plants, too. Um, And, yeah, the more I read on that, it's... It rings positive. true for you. Yeah, it rings yeah. true. I feel yeah. it. I embrace it. I see it. And I want to put that energy out. Yeah. Keep doing it. Keep doing, doing it. it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, this is, it's an ever-evolving journey, right? I mean, just like yes. anything in life that any decision you make or any anything you decide to implement into your life, it's constantly something that we're talking about that we're like, it's it's a journey that we're in conversation with either talking with each other or other people about it or just in conversation with your body about mm-hmm. it you know um, yeah, always checking in always like reevaluating, mm-hmm. um seeing how you can like progress it seeing if you can add, if you feel like you're missing something mm-hmm. which is kind of how i came around to knowing that finding out that we needed to add in a b12, B12. supplement yeah. yeah there was yeah. a point where yeah we were feeling really good um and we had just moved to colorado and we we're kind of like almost solely starting to get like purely eating vegan mm-hmm. like we were really weaning down our pizza habit that we or you (laughs) both of us it took me a little longer and yeah there was a time where i started feeling just kind of like foggy like i wasn't having that just like sharp mind yeah that sharp mind i felt like physically good but i wasn't my mind didn't always feel sharp and so i started kind of researching maybe for the first time ever in this like vegan journey we kind of just 
dove in headfirst without a lot of, uh, you know, information behind it, which we do a lot on a lot of things. We just kind of go for it. (laughs) But uh, I started researching them like, oh, actually, you, our bodies need this B12 vitamin Mm -hmm. and our only chance to get it is through animal protein. So yeah, when we were getting cheese, we were getting it here Mm -hmm. and there. So that would satisfy it. But the more we cut out that stuff, the less of it we had. And that's definitely a, yeah, a mind sharpener as it, it like literally lined up with, if you don't have this, you might feel like brain foggy. And you were like, that's what I've been I was feeling. like, that's it. So yeah, we take a B12 supplement every morning. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. But other than that, I feel like every other avenue and, uh, of like what we need is covered. Well, I think a big question, actually, I know a big question that we get a lot, but once people find out that we eat vegan, well, where do you get your protein? Like, that's a big question that we get a lot. And I do think, I mean, you said we jumped into this without much research. I do think we were really well-versed, at least in, like, how to structure our meals and, like, what sources of protein would be for a vegan. So, like, yeah, we know how to structure our meals, like, very vegetable-based or fruit-based. But then, yeah, how do you add in protein or fat to that as well? And at that point... um, just with all the learning we had done just with nutrition in general, like we kind of knew how you structure a meal, fats, mm-hmm. proteins, carbs. And we knew like what were really good sources of protein that were not animal product. Mm-hmm. Like we knew all the beans. We knew edamame. We knew lentils. We knew quinoa, quinoa hemp, seeds, hemp seeds, nuts, nuts, I legumes, mean, yeah, <laughs> legumes, <laughs> legumes. Um, edamame. Like we knew. You said that twice. Oh, okay. I was really hype on edamame, I guess, for <laughs> yeah. a little bit. <laughs> Amy wants some edamame over here. But, like, we knew those things, and we knew that, like, those need to be included in our meals. You know, like, we're not just sitting there eating a dry salad every single day. Yeah. You know? And now, yeah, like, to bring back to, like, the pasta made out of it now, now mm-hmm. there's, like, more options for us to get those things into yeah. our our food. Or, so like, a burger made out of black beans and quinoa or yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, there's more options for protein. Um but yeah, I think with the how our diets typically on a week week in and week out basis, I feel like we've covered everything we can need, and mm-hmm. I think it's just reiterated with how good I typically feel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it just the cycle keeps on it going. Doesn't feel like I'm lacking anything. And you know what? If we do get to that point of where we feel lack, we'll address it and yeah. we'll try to figure out what it is. Exactly. Exactly. So maybe we'll record an episode if and when that happens. Yeah, I mean, maybe we should just check back in every year. It is a question we get asked a lot, especially, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, around people and around friends. And Mm -hmm. uh, especially, you know, in terms of people cooking for us or visiting people's houses, we're always getting offered food. Yeah. As you know, and yeah, it comes up a lot and we get asked a lot about this journey. So Mm -hmm. here we are putting it out on a podcast. So if you have any questions after listening to this send them our way like i love getting questions about it because like i said it makes me it really makes me reflect and like think and reassess and i appreciate that so yeah if you have any questions that we didn't go over please send them our way i would love love to chat about it. but just know that we or i especially have a hard time answering them (laughs) (laughs) like this it's still a subject that yeah even sitting down this podcast i wanted to talk about it i wanted to do the subject it's one like you 
you said we get mm-hmm. asked a lot. It just comes up a lot. It's very ingrained in who we are in our lifestyle and yeah. has been for years and gets more like larger and larger every year or like more and more aligned with us. Uh, but I also just don't have a lot of the answers that of questions people ask yeah. in terms of I can tell you what I eat. I can tell you how it makes me feel. Larger scope stuff. I really have no fucking clue. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's. But anytime I learn about it, it's positive. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I mean, I think I'm in the same boat as you too. Like, I can only speak to my experience. I can only speak to how it makes me feel. That's what drove me in the beginning. Like, and that's how it makes us feel now. Like, I can't even vouch for myself next year or two years later. Exactly. And I think that's kind of the main thread of this is just being in tune with how you feel and relating it with what you put in your body and see if that's something you want to keep doing or not. Yes. You know? But overall, yeah, it feels very well aligned with our fitness journeys, mm-hmm. our, our yoga mm-hmm. uh, embodiment. <laughs> yeah, so many, I was trying not to use the word journey I you again. Weren't. I love okay. you. You like to cut out words. <laughs> I like to cut out words. Like diet, journey. No, I just try to mix it up, okay? I try to diversify my vocabulary from time to time. So, <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah, the, it just, it fit, it really fits with our cycle of life. And it does. It feels like it promotes it. feels like it, yeah, it springboards, springboards us into becoming, bettering ourselves and mm-hmm. bettering our well-being on a day-to-day basis. And I think it's good. I like it, Ames. I like eating fruits and veggies. And, <laughs> <laughs> and- Cashews, like cashews and pistachios. Legumes. Legumes. And edamame. Do you like edamame? <laughs> I, mean, I actually haven't had edamame in like a really long time. We did I go think, through a phase. I think this would be a good podcast to do where we actually take questions on like social media or something for. Okay. Like maybe when we put this episode out, you're listening to this live. So when we put mm-hmm. this episode out, maybe we'll ask for questions of like, okay, either you listen to this and have questions for us or you just have more questions about it anyways. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's, it's hard thinking of what non- vegan eaters would mm-hmm. ask us sometimes I'm, mm-hmm. I'm asking i'm answering questions that we came up ourselves but we've well, been eating vegan for years there are also questions we get asked a lot True. we do get asked why i think the number one question is why second question is probably where do you get your protein I or think. where you get your calcium another big <laughs> one because we don't drink milk um and i'm like well i feel like those are the yeah. biggest questions that we get yeah but yeah i like that idea yeah if you're listening to this and you have more questions yeah, I'll I'll put something up. At we'll do some point. we'll do like a part two. Yeah, we will. But this is just I think this is just our journey. Yeah, and this is this our is kind of what we wanted to share in our journey and our experience. And thank you, listener, for listening to our journey. Yeah, and our experience. Thank you. <laughs> you want to take us out? I never know how to. I don't know how to. End I, I don't either. So well, <laughs> yeah, different kind of episode today. Uh, we do thank you for listening and understanding that mm-hmm. we don't have a lot of these answers on the no. subject, but we're just exploring and that's what this podcast is about. Yep. Um, it's an open space to explore and express and figure shit out or not figure shit out. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, thanks for being with us today and we'll have another episode for you soon. Thanks guys. We love you. Peace out. Bye.